Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 63, recorded live on Friday, May 30th, 2008, with thunder and lightning in the background. I think we should make this an hour long, just so we can... Um, before once upon midnight dreary. No. Okay, anyway, so here are your hosts. Weary. The, the man who... Um, that's Edgar Allan Poe, right? Yeah. The man who's... Uh, Citing Edgar Allan Poe here, Dave Play. Something over forgotten tome or over tomes of forgotten lore. I'm trying to go from memory. It's been like I never actually read the poem. And the guy who's just going to quote the Raven, Nevermore. <laughs> Andy Lowe, hi. I just know the Raven, yeah, Nevermore. Quote the Raven. Well, I, I remember the Simpsons parody of it more oh, than I remember. I loved that parody of it because it wasn't a parody. It was no, the real yeah, thing. Yeah, it was, it was everything. Halloween special. Yeah. Oh. Simpsons Halloween specials are their best episodes. Yeah. That's like the one Simpsons episode I make sure to keep on watching is the Halloween episodes. You know, I saw something the other day that was kind of awesome and creepy and sacrilegious all in one. Um, uh, Regarding the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Super Jew man on the... No. Who's a pedophile? No. Okay. I was trying to think something that would be super and creepy at the same time. Okay, he's showing me a picture of Simpsons. Yes, you're scrolling this. It's Dragon Ball Z. Who did that? I don't know. Some guy on DeviantArt. It's if Matt Gronig were to have done Dragon Ball Z. God. Well, it's because everybody can copy his artwork right, it's so easily. Pretty easy. I will post that link for what it's worth. Okay. Just because... You can. I can. Because I'm an admin. The man who doesn't even troll our own forums. I forgot where that came from from yesterday, but it came from somewhere. Limmer was angry with me. Because you were trolling? Not trolling? because I was not trolling. And I think uh, it came up in IRC. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. So should we we hit news before, you know, the thunder and lightning comes and electrocutes both of us since we are... We're behind, like, fuses and surge... Well, I'm not behind the surge protector over here. I'm, are you plugged in the wall? I'm plugged rightly into the wall. You're plugged in the wall. We're, our headsets are plugged into you. Yeah. Can we hurry up this? I, well, sure. it's it, we're stuck at an that, hour. We can't. Yeah, we can't really hurry, Andy. <laughs> you just want to go and watch the Pistons game. Well, by the time this podcast comes out, it's either the Pistons have won, which is woo, or the Pistons have lost, which is oh. They're down by three. No, don't tell me that. Don't give me the score. That would just right. make me angry and sad. I'm going to just keep watching the score here, and I won't tell you anything. Okay, good. You know what I am going to tell you, though? What? That the Phoenix has landed. The Phoenix has landed. We talked about this last week, right? Yes, because the Phoenix was going to land on that weekend. Right, and it did. It did. And I have a pretty cool story about that, because I was at my parents. Yeah. And... I, I knew the Phoenix was going to land sometime that night. You know, you'd been talking about it all day in IRC. Yeah. And yeah. I knew, you know, like, what, somewhere around 7.30 or something is when they were supposed to start getting, when it was supposed to land. Yeah. And so, I, I, yeah, I'm chilling with my parents, eating, drinking, whatever. I pull out my laptop, I go to Yahoo, and it says, watch live NASA, and I click on it. 500 meters. 400 meters. I had tuned in at exactly the right time to listen to this thing land. Well, technically, you didn't actually listen to it land. You listened to the telemetry data coming back. Well, yes. I so technically, technically, it already... What it, is the, the time? Uh, it was uh, 15 minutes and 20 seconds about. Okay. 
from Mars to from Mars. So it's a half an hour round trip. Yeah. Wow. And it's only going to get bigger for the time being. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. Oh, it's getting further away. Yeah, they're getting farther and farther okay. away. I, you know, I can't imagine. Well, I suppose when it's like on the other side of the sun, it would be even longer. But but yeah, but then we actually have interference with the sun. With the sun, yeah, it would be kind of hard to broadcast through the sun. There are actually um, two different. Uh, well, basically, there's one because the other one's basically science fiction. But they're actually trying to think about how to do a, uh, a satellite relay, basically between us and Mars. You bounce it off something above the sun. Well, that or um, you have uh, they have some weird orbits. I don't know how they figured out these orbits, but they have some weird orbits. They would have a satellite that would be trailing it as it goes in, like behind the sun, but then somehow like get ahead of Mars as it's coming out of the sun. Okay. So like just the, do an elliptic. Well, yeah, but it was an elliptic, so it would. Well, it was. It's a stretched elliptic. Well, yeah, but very, very stretched. It's set up so it would be behind the Mars. I laugh if we lose power. Well, we're on a laptop. We're not. I gonna... know, but how much battery life does your laptop have? Oh, that is a very good question. I'm at sixty-one percent, which means, and um, if worse comes to worse. We'd have to pause the podcast, and I've got my spare battery at 100%. <laughs> Should I just swap the batteries while we're sitting here? Just pause it right now and swap? Well, no, we can still... I'm plugged in. Oh, you're plugged in? Yeah, swap. Live this... swap of batteries. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at and this. And now the power dies. No, no, don't. <laughs> don't do that. That's impressive. Tell me it's still running. 99%. And we're still recording. Look at that. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. Not only is the Phoenix landed on Mars... We now have 99% battery in case the power goes out. We can finish this podcast with no power. That would actually be kind of cool. That Granted, would be terrible. We would have to open up all our websites right now. Yeah, like we we would not have web. No, so we would have to. Um, it gets. See, we Andy and I cheat. We actually have like all these websites in front of us, and we talk about them. And yeah. As I'm sitting here slowly opening <laughs> websites. Oh, I already have them all open. Oh, well, if you already have them open, I'm not going to open up. Because the last time I had Firefox crash, and that was a yeah. whole big problem. So uh, Phoenix has, has landed and has taken pictures and not much else. Not only did it land, it was a perfect landing. Um, they were off by 0.7 degrees from horizontal. Perfect landing. They, they, it was not as perfect. There was also some delay between uh, the parachute, parachute like... Uh, was yeah, but the point of landing horizontal yeah. is opening the solar panels. Yeah. 0.7 degrees is not... I mean, like, I think that the way they design anything within 30 degrees was fine. Okay, so... 0.7 degrees. I listened to the interview, guys. I said, like, we're off by, like, this ridiculously little amount, but it, it went perfect. They, they, they basically don't have any problems so far, which is... So far. Solar panels are deployed. It's yep. taking pictures. It's got it's already it's already got its 360 degree panoramic yep. view, which that. is literally nothing because they landed in a giant area of nothing because they it's wanted to make sure they're in ice. Yeah, they is think they might the they ice? might have they might have found ice already from the rockets kicking up the soil, but they nice. still haven't touched it yet. They're okay. still taking photos like under the lander and make sure there's yeah. not like something that yeah grabbing it or yeah know. so they're they uh because they've gotten the photo of everything around it but they still don't know what's underneath Under. the lander that would be hilarious if they like <laughs> land on some house or something <laughs> out of this big empty field they land on one giant <laughs> rock that's sticking up oh it'd be horrible I, no, i'm seeing like the wicked witch or something <laughs> just trapped under there. 
the wicked the wicked witch of mars, mars. wow we're off to see the wizard the wonderful the wizard, wizard of mars. mars who lives in the the giant face of mars actually it's not that much of a face i know it's i've actually i've seen the side profile of it it's terrible yeah it is but the uh bushnell still no not bushnell Sorry, I just saw Bushnell. Bushnell comes later. Yeah, Bushnell comes later. Later in the episode. We'll there's the, the there's the crazy guy. I remember. I can't remember his name, but he's the crazy guy who thought all the whole hoopla about the face on Mars guy. What? I don't know. The guy is crazy. There who, are many guys who are crazy. There are many guys But no, but crazy, this but. is like the king crazy with the Mars. I don't know. This was the guy who was going on CNN talking about the face of Mars when it first happened. That had to be terrible. Yeah. Well, we only had the one shot. Yep. So he had to go by that data on his. He was doing all this stuff with like angles and stuff like yep. that, and I'm like, speaking of of data, by the way, what? How much has it sent back? Like bytes worth? I don't know. Is it? I'm I'm assuming that they've equipped it with like ridiculously high density cameras, you know, HD up the wazoo. Well, they haven't actually been using those. Uh, serious HD cameras yet. Okay, so they're just taking like standard photos. Well, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they the first photos that they've been getting back now basically have been because they've got a they've got a stereographic camera, so they yeah. can actually do like left shot and right shot and do three D photos. Yeah, um, they've only just been taking basically out of the right eye of that camera just because they wanted to get pictures back as soon as possible. Right. Because they had the orbiters going over there, so they're like, "Okay, we're gonna land. We're gonna." They literally set up a like a situation to take photos of all the like the key components to make sure things have deployed and yeah. stuff. And then they sent those back, which is why the first uh, shot was of the solar panels. Yeah, because they wanted to make sure that they have solar panels. Because it would be really bad if you didn't. Because yeah. you'd have no power. You would have basically the power to send back photos of no solar panels, and that and would done. be it. <laughs> it would be like the lightning goes and strikes and. We lose power and we have battery power, and that's yeah. it. You're just waiting for this to happen. I'm so waiting for the power to go out. Like the only light we have is the light from the computers. <sighs> then I would start freaking out because then it would be dark and stormy, and there'd only be the light of laptops. The dark and stormy night. Yes. My parents have Woot open. I'm on my parents' laptop right now. I see. And and Woot is open. I don't know why. Why not? You got him into it. Yeah, I did. Well, my, your I got parents my, got my dad into it. I don't want Woot though. I want the NBA game. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, We've already talked about this a long time ago. What Woot? No, Detroit sports. Oh yes, you had your Detroit sports something Central. another, which is basically another term for bandwagon. Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk about something other than Phoenix? Because I could keep on talking about Mars. Phoenix is pretty cool. I know. And I'm I'm very glad for them that they, they landed. Uh, what I was actually trying to get into a segue for... Was? Was Bytes, Terabytes, Seagate. Oh. Seagate's new two-terabyte hard drive. <laughs> yeah, totally did not catch that, did you? Not at all. Not at all. So, for... I don't remember how long ago it was that I, I made started making predictions about hard drives and uh, how quickly we'd get up to the 2 terabyte, the 4 terabyte, 8 terabyte. Well, we, the 1 terabyte drives are now, like, almost common. They're, well, they're not really common You can yet. buy them off the shelf for $300. Yeah. You can buy a 1 terabyte drive off the shelf now. But you can buy it off the shelf. And yeah. it's not two 500 gig drives. It's a terabyte drive. Mm-hmm. And so now Seagate has plans for next year, sometime next year, a two terabyte drive. Hey, wait, one disc with two I terabytes? I so. This is crazy. Yeah. 
This is progression. But that's it just released Terabyte back in the middle of last year. Yeah. Andy, next year's going to be 2 terabyte. By the end of next year, I bet you is the 4 terabyte. <sighs> two years from now, we'll be looking at 10, 20 terabyte drives. Well, but the... But I've only got 160. Gig? Yeah. You have no externals? Nope. Wow. Oh, sorry, I have an 80 gig, which is uh, essential programs and Windows operating system. Yeah. And then I have the 160 gig for stuff. Yeah. Games, movies, TV shows, that sort of thing. But I have less than 200 gig. Yeah. Yeah. I could get another 160 gigabyte hard drive for 60 bucks. Is that their price? That's according to this article about yeah. Seagate where they're comparing prices. Or you can get a 128 solid state drive for 460 bucks. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the, the solid states that hook up through your PCI bus. Wait, what? You didn't see this? No. I, I told you about this a long time ago. When? I don't remember. Well, then it didn't happen. God damn it. Because if you don't remember and I don't remember, then it didn't happen. It was the... It, they were talking about doing solid state drives that would go through either your PCI or PCIe slot. Okay. And that it, like, you're looking at instantaneous data transfer yeah, for all intents and purposes. You're transferring gigabytes in seconds. So PCI is faster than SATA? PCIe is. Okay. And it's a solid state drive, so there's no seek time. Yeah. At least I think PCIe is faster than SATA. Well, now don't go... I'm not going to go look. I'm writing down the tags. Okay. I say, if you're going to go look, that's just ridiculous. I wouldn't even know where to look. For things like that, I usually say, Andy, I need to find this. And then I would go like this as Dave goes, continues with his topic. So, actually, on, on a similar topic, well, I'm pretty much done about this topic, but on a similar topic, my mom was looking for an episode of Northern Exposure online. Northern Exposure is a good... Yeah, good. well, she was, she was just looking for the synopsis online. Okay. And so she's looking and she's looking and she's like, oh, I found an episode list and I'm trying to go through it. And she's looking and she's looking and she's looking. 20 minutes later, I boot up Firefox. 15 seconds, I have the episode she's looking for. That is crazy. I love my uh, SATA career. drives are up to 6 gigabits per second. CI Express is 8 gigabytes per second. It's a little more because a byte is 8 bits. Yeah. So 64 gigabits per second. Yeah. Versus six, you said? Uh, yeah, or they're getting four? up They're getting yeah. up to so six it's, now. So it's over ten times faster. Yeah. Because they're, they're not currently out there, but they're, they're, it, there's a plan for a six gigabit per second standard for SATA drives. I like the lightning. So there you go. I still have a drive running what I would call IDE, but I guess I have to call now pay, PATA? PATA yeah, one, P-A-T-A. PATA 133, whatever it is. Um, let's say, yeah, Oof. SATA 1 is 1.5, SATA 2 is 3, and then there's plans for a 6 I need a in the work. <laughs> so right now it's only 1.5 and 3 yeah. in our current system. It's terrible how much they're well, going up. Now we have, Ooh. what? I'm looking at the score. Oh. Nothing you'd be interested in. No, I'm not interested in the score because we have a podcast to do. Podcast. You want to know what it is. I'm, I don't. Don't tell me. Don't tell you because it would curse. Yes, that is also true. All right. Well, granted, my curse on the Red Wings broke. Yay. Well, sort of. Wait, didn't the Red Wings lose yes. two nights ago? Yes. Andy. And let me tell you this. Okay, so I made sure that um, 
Kyle was going to call me when the first period was done, and then I was going to go pick up the pizza, watch the Red Wings game at his house, watch the rest of the Pistons game after the Red Wings game gets over. And I had made sure that every single time the Red Wings won, I missed an entire period of play. Yesterday, I checked the score with five minutes left to go in the first period. First Penguins goal was at 2.30 left in the first period. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Andy. I I still might have just cursed the Pistons just because I even I just I wasn't I didn't even go near a TV. I just went to sports.yahoo.com, and there it was with it as the little like like the main thing that pops up. Yeah, and it said like Pistons or uh, Red, Wings, Red Wings Pittsburgh zero zero five minutes to go, and I'm like okay, closing the window. No, oh, you you ruined it. I should have waited for the phone call. You ruined it. Damn it. Kate, on the other hand, doesn't believe in all this crazy superstition. Well, neither do I for what it's worth, but... Statistically, this has been proving accurate. For the entire Red Wings playoff run this year, it has been completely 100%. Coincidence. You may may say so, but I'm still not going to even pay attention to the game on Saturday. Granted, because it's not going to matter if the Red Wings win or lose, well... It's going to matter more if they lose, but yeah, it's not going. Nice I'm not going to miss anything if they win. Be nice if they won. Yeah, but it'd be very nice if they won because then they would be playing for the championship back in Detroit. Yeah, which would be very nice. Odd note: Did Joe Lewis, 30 years old, the the arena, the, the, arena, the arena, Sorry for those who don't actually know Detroit. Joe Lewis is the Red Wings arena that's been 30 years old. How many times have the Red Wings been in the playoffs in a row? I have no idea. 17 times. Yeah. So. More than half of the playoff games in like years that Joe Lewis has been around, we've been having playoffs. Yeah, nice. Side note: Joe Lewis is actually one of the oldest NHL stadiums at 30 years, which I find kind of ridiculous. Very nice. Because think of like Yankee Stadium. How old is that? How old is uh, Fenway? Oh, didn't you just say hockey stadiums? Well, yeah, but I'm saying okay. just like the, the whole idea. Everybody wants a brand new stadium now for some odd yeah. reason. Like oh, there's a new Madison Square Garden. You add stuff to the stadiums, you make them better. Well, yeah, but there's still there's something about going to the, like the original Fenway, going to the original Yankee Stadium, going to Tiger Stadium when it was still around, which is no longer. Yeah, but it was still nice to go to a Tigers game at Tiger Stadium. It just, it just Not felt to go to a Tigers game at Comerica, Comerica Park. Park. But it's still it's not that much wrong with it. it although did, you know, you know what I want to do, and we don't have this on the list, although we should, even though it's a little old. Uh, Seattle, the Mariners, Marlins. Mar- uh, what about the one that Nintendo owns? Oh, yeah, their ba- their baseball team, the DS Florida Marlins, Seattle Mariners, Mariners. Yeah, the the DS stuff. Yeah, you know the stadiums equipped with Wi-Fi that yeah. communicates with the DS. I thought you game. had to pay for that. They made it free. Oh, this was like three weeks ago. Okay, so now if you go to a, a Seattle Mariners game and you, you have a Nintendo DS, you can have you can get stats. You can order food from your DS. Or I would just either wait for the hot dog guy yeah, to show well, up or just go walk to the concession stand. Well, you know, you don't miss a minute of the game. You just sit, sit there and be like, I want that. There's a, they've got TVs. I know. I want to know how long before that makes its way to a movie theater. Like, what are they going to do? Wheel it in. Like, you on the on the armrest, you have something more like, I want a large popcorn. I, I will never go to a movie theater where people are coming in with food for people. Well, they wouldn't come into the aisles, and by the way, that means you're never going to a dinner theater, which are really fun to go to, especially because most of them have alcohol. 
Well, yes, but alcohol in movies is a different story than people interrupting my movie-watching experience. Okay, I go into the movies, I get my popcorn, I get my pop, I sit down. Right. I sit down even before the movie well, starts. So you've, you've never been to a dinner theater? No. It's a lot of fun. You I know there's one up around. in uh, Birmingham that we could go to. It's up by Royal Oak area. Okay. They have the nice Tempur-Pedic seats as well. Ooh. But yeah, I've heard they've got a dinner theater as well. But I... I don't know. I I like my movie watching experience the way it is. I don't want to go outside of that nice bubble for my movie watching experience. It's like those people are just like, oh, I don't want to watch the at the movie theater. I want to watch it on my big screen TV at home. And I'm like, there's just something special about a movie theater. A movie theater itself. Granted, it's less so, but then like then the movies at the Michigan Theater or something like that. That's a completely different ball game than Showcase. Michigan Theater is really nice. Oh, very nice. Russ Collins is also quite a nice guy. Who? Russ Collins is the CEO of the Michigan Theater and the uh, State Theater. We're getting a little off topic. We had a topic? Uh, weren't we on hard drives? I think so. Terabyte hard drives? How did we... Okay, if you want to go back to the terabyte hard drives, you can go well, back to the... We're done t- with the terabyte hard drives, but we have other things we can talk about. We'll find You were yelling at me for going off topic earlier. But when was I doing that? Last week. What? I don't know. So I doubt it. And there's a phone. That was the one thing phone. that we I could know not. Who it is too? I'll be right back. All right, I'll go talk about Guitar Hero World Tour while Dave answers the phone. As uh, we had talked about earlier on this podcast for a couple of times, was that there is a uh, Guitar Hero game that is exactly like Rock Band. It's now called Guitar Hero World Tour, and um. So we're we're talking about the, the the game and the new drum set that's coming out. Well, also we have found out that the uh, price for all this stuff, according to GameStop, because you can pre-order anything. I could you could probably pre-order Duke Nukem Forever on the game from. Uh, I doubt. I'm back, by the way. Hi, Dave. But I I doubt you could pre-order Duke Nukem Forever. You probably you can pre-order basically anything from GameStop. On GameStop. Yeah. Fine. Search. I was making a joke about how you can forever. I was making a There's joke. No. You could I, probably. I bet you can order Lynch uh, World of Warcraft whenever that comes out. We don't even know when that comes out. Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, I bet you can pre-order that. Oh, I'm sure you can. We it no no release date or anything. Yeah, Wrath of the Lich King expansion pack for forty dollars. You can also pre-order the strategy guide. The game hasn't even been a release date yet. Nope. Yeah, you can pre-order it. You can pre-order so, it, and you can pre-order the strategy guide. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so the Guitar Hero World Tour game for everything, for the 360, 190 bucks. So just a little more than Rock Band. $10 more than Rock Band, which I thought was expensive as is. Yeah. This is now 10 bucks more, therefore more so expensive. 20 Wasn't Rock Band 170 Was it? I don't know. I didn't buy it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 170 Did you buy it, Dave? Yes. Well, then what was it? I don't remember. It was a while ago. Come on. You're supposed to know these things. You're gooting your Wikipedia in it, aren't nope. you? Nope. $170. $169.99. Okay, so it's 20 bucks more. That's the special edition bundle, Ooh. which is exactly the same price as the regular bundle, so I have no idea what's in it. What's so special about it? Yeah. I kind of liked my uh, Grand Theft Auto special edition box. came with a nice little duffel bag that's holding my bowling shoes right now. Nice. And it came with a lockbox, which I'm using to hold up all my um, passport and birth certificate. And so I know exactly what I need to steal when I. Yeah, but you here. have no idea where it is no. in my room. No, 
But it's in your room. Well, yes. That's a start. Yes, but Dave, how much else is in my room? A lot. So I, we were talking about Guitar Hero World yeah. Tour. Yes, the, the price of it is now 190 yeah. bucks, according to GameStop. So um, I, You know, I'm just kind of disgusted with Red Octane and Activision. No, no, you're disgusted with Activision. Well, Red Octane would basically Activision's lapdog. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely disgusted with them because they saw they're. Bl- I mean, it's a blatant copy. They're, they're still going to sell, but it's it's still going to no sell. Harmonics has been been this like center of of innovation in this genre of game. Mm-hmm. Everything from frequency to amplitude to Guitar Hero, the original. To Rock Band. To Phase. Phase is, like, amazing. You haven't played it. You don't have a right iPod. No, I know. I want the right iPod. Oh, no, I don't. I've got my Zune. What am I talking about? Well, yeah, but you still can't say it's amazing because you haven't played it yet. I've seen it played, though. Yes, but you still haven't played it. It scans your music and creates the the stuff for it. So it's like that other one that I tried playing in Audio Surf. Yeah. I never understood the point of Audio Surf because there was multiple game formats, and so it's just like... There's multiple games in it. It's pretty cool. You buy one game, you get like five. But it still was very boring, at least with my music. It was not that exciting. Especially since I didn't know how to, like... Yes, there are high scores, but that's the only point of the game is the high scores. You don't get anything special for beating it. Well, Andy, what do you get special for beating any other game? Well, you've finished the game. Some games, yes, some games do have a sense of completion. Yeah. Space Invaders. I haven't played Space Invaders. Pac-Man. I, okay, Pac-Man. Well, Frogger. That's beating your own personal best sort of thing, but I don't well, know. The same thing, beating your own personal best. But I don't know exactly how much I need to, like, the game, I didn't understand it. It was just like that, that game in Grand Theft Auto 4, the Cubed or whatever, whatever yeah, it Cubics is. Yeah, Cubics or something like that. That game, I didn't understand. I just played it until I beat the high score. I didn't even know what I was doing to beat the high score, but I was doing it. It's kind of like Tetris. But much more confusing? No, it wasn't confusing at all. I was confused by it. You were confused? Mm-hmm. No, the blocks just come down at you, and if they're vertical, then they, they spin up into the third dimension. But then there was, like, you could stop them with the things up, and then the top dimension would just disappear, and it was some... Yeah, well, it's got to go somewhere. It just kind of kills it. But it's, it's yeah. I, thought I it was... played it once, got the high score, and never played it again. I thought it was a great little puzzle game. I played it once, got the high score to get the achievement points, and then never played it again. Nope. All right. So, there. Yeah. But, so, so World Tour ninety bucks. I. I'm, are you going to buy it? No. I didn't buy Rock Band. Why would I buy this? I might buy the game. I don't know. You bought Guitar Hero two and three. I bought them off of eBay. Okay. Still bought them. Yes. Are you going to buy this them. off eBay? No. Well, it well, depends. I have to go see what. If I can just play the guitar part of this game. Uh, no, because the guitar is going to have five extra fret buttons. You've got to be kidding me. No, below the uh, regular ones. So this Sound game, familiar? This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is honest to goodness ridiculous. That's just... I've lost all faith in Red Octane and Activision as, as innovators. When was Activision ever an innovator? Beyond the very beginning. Well, beyond when the company was founded and they were doing these amazing games. Yes. I don't know. Once they got the money, once they got Neversoft. Yeah. Tony Hawk. 
Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, blah, 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 all over and over and over again. Yeah. Activision got the Tom Clancy games. No, no, Ubisoft got the Tom Ubisoft. Clancy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but yeah, Ubisoft played the same things over and over again. Did you just say Ubisoft? No, I said Ubisoft. Okay. Freudian slip, maybe? I, I swear to God, I heard Ubisoft. I said Ubisoft. Would that be spelled B-U-B-I, or... Anyways... That would be pronounced more of uh, Bubbysoft. Well, Ubisoft is yeah. UBI. Yeah. So, Bubbysoft. Jewish grandmother software. <laughs> Go eat your soup. <laughs> would, it, I just would, start, it, would it kill you to be a doctor? We need to start a, a computer company called Bubbysoft. And, and oh. sell it to, like, old Jewish grandmothers. Whatever products we make, we design it for old Jewish grandmothers. Um... <laughs> What kind of software would old Jewish grandmothers want, Dave? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an old Jewish I grandmother. I just any. know that they, they lay guilt trips on you. <laughs> yeah. That's any Jewish mother or grandmother or, yeah. Okay. Well, let me rephrase that. Any stereotypical Jewish mother or grandmother. Would it hurt you to call me once yeah. in a while? Marry a nice doctor eaten, lady. I haven't eaten in weeks. Well, why haven't you eaten? I didn't want there to be food in my mouth. Should you call? Wow. Jewish jokes. I love Jewish jokes. Oh, the Hebrew Hammer. That was actually kind of funny. That was a great movie. Oh, great movie. I even enjoyed it, and it had Andy Dick in it, for goodness sakes. Yeah. It takes a, meal, it takes a lot for me to enjoy an Andy Dick movie. A whole lot. So, okay, so that was the Guitar Hero. Supposedly, it's going to be shipping in October. Uh, I'd never trust release dates on GameStop. Well, yes, because they... When, when do they say Lich King's coming out? November 3rd this year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think they would probably have announced that by now. I'm actually expecting Blizzard to announce either a, a major detail coming up or well, when's the release date. June, I think. Oh. Well, we might hear it uh, when BlizzCon yeah. happens. That's what I'm thinking is BlizzCon will... BlizzCon will probably have stuff about StarCraft 2 and World of Warcraft and... They've done so many changes to StarCraft Two since the last, since the the original video release. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Lots of changes. I haven't been paying attention. I haven't even played StarCraft since. Or the... BlizzCon is in October. Okay. October tenth so, and eleventh. So I doubt that they would. Well, they they've got to announce it before October that it's coming out in November. If it comes out in November, yeah. I think they'll try either for a holiday release or a January release because. When was Burning, Burning Crusade was January, yeah, wasn't it? I do believe so. Wikipedia. Da, 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 da. If I was a rich man. Yes. Yeah, it was January. I'm sorry, I haven't if actually I seen... If I were a rich man. So, um, Fiddler Comcast got hacked and Revision 3 got denial of service attacked. So they both got hacked, just in different ways. Yeah. Which one do you want? Oh, let's go with the one that really shouldn't have deserved it. Revision 3? Yeah. Who hacked Revision 3? Media Defender. Remember that oh, name? Oh, okay. That's yeah. kind of funny. Media Defender, which is kind of like the under-the-table strong arm of... The, They're uh, the mob for the RIAA. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um... Uh, so, so, is Revision 3 going to go after Media Defender? Please, oh please, oh please? Um, 
I don't know. I'm trying to read this article. I just heard about this, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Um, uh, torrent flood of packets rained down on Revision 3's network over Memorial Day weekend. Up to 8,000 a second. Probably came, came primarily from a computer controlled by a meat vendor whose business is shutting down illegal torrent sites. Revision 3 shovel, suffered measurable harm due to the flood of packets. Basically, that's a denial of service. And they're illegal in the U.S. under and under 12 different statues. And I think that's been the end of it. I have no idea what Media uh, Revision 3 is going to do. Wow. And Media Defender is denying it, too. Yeah. Uh, Media Defender did not do anything specific targeted at Revision 3. We didn't do anything to increase the traffic. Wow. Hmm. But something happened at Revision 3. Yeah. Well, so. here's the fact. Torrent of flood, a torrential flood, Yeah. pun, I guess, intended, uh, rained down on Revision 3's network. Packets up to 8,000 a second came from computers controlled by Media Defender. And what's Revision 3 going to do about it? I don't know. I wonder if they have a response yet. I didn't check that. This is bad well, reporting this, on this my This article part. is a letter from the CEO of Revision 3. Oh. So it's from Rose? No, Jim Lauterbach. Oh, Lauterbach is CEO of Revision 3? Yeah, Rose is, I think, just on the board. Kevin Rose is who you're talking about? Yeah. Hmm. Are you reading their blog or no? Revision3.com, yeah. Slash Post, blog? Uh, slash question P equal 153. I don't know, I'm just reading their blog. Yeah, it's the blog. Okay. Inside the attack that crippled Revision 3. Oh, so this is... Oh, our, this is not by CEO... Scroll down to the the bottom of the actual post. Oh, maybe he is a louder back. Really? I did not know that. Wow, I am so out of that loop. Yeah. Ooh, okay, so I right. haven't done anything yet no, in but, response. Wow. Yeah. Media Defender, huh? Yep. So, um... I left. Wow. It shuts them down. It won't. I know, we'll because... They have so much money. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to go to the Comcast one? Because that one's much more fun. Uh, okay, we can go Comcast. So well, we're going from where like we're, we're really against it to where we're kind of ambivalent about it. I I don't know. It's well, I mean, we're from revision three to Comcast is what I'm saying. Oh, because we're moving from revision three where you and I are outraged and this is terrible. Yeah, and this... then we're going to Comcast where it's like, well, that's not so bad. Well, they hijacked Comcast's domain name through their registrar and registrar. We're redirecting. Uh, the the Comcast.net website to a rogue address, and they they actually uh, uh, Wired magazine was interviewing these guys, and they're like, we actually had to uh, keep on switching between different uh, server like servers and providers crashing because they kept on crashing them from the amount of traffic yeah. traffic that Comcast's website. Well, because most people when they get Comcast, their default website is, is Comcast. Comcast. Yeah. Ooh, that's got to suck. So, yeah, supposedly there's a, uh, there's a, they said they did some social hacking, so which means they probably were pretending to be social an IT person. Or, yeah, social engineering, social hacking, basically yeah. the same thing. But they, they don't, they didn't say how they did it, but they did do it, and Comcast did go down, which kind of affected me because I was trying to talk to our wedding coordinator through her Comcast email, and she couldn't get to it. So that was fun. So someone actually... Methods such as cash poison. They altered the address for Comcast administrative contact to 69 Dictard Lane, Dildo Room. <laughs> oh, they're cute. That's kind of funny. That's cute. Oh, man. 
So um, the hackers are kind of excited like that they were doing it. They How are said, they not in prison right now? Because nobody knows exactly where they're at yet. Oh, they just uh, wired yeah. just talk to them online? Yeah. And over the, I think over the phone through some 800 number or something like yeah. that. But I'm guessing that these guys were able to multi-number the thing. Yeah. That's awesome. So... Yeah, they there his MySpace stage he says he's from Tennessee, but that's he says it's not true. Of course not. His girlfriend says she's from New York City, but he's also saying that's not true, so it could be That's really funny. Yep. And supposedly they say that it, it's still possible to do it with other websites as well. I'm sure. So which this kind of gives us the point of how much power these DNS servers actually have. Five central DNS servers. I thought there were thirteen. Are there 13 now? I think there are 13 now. I thought there were only five. I think the top-level DNS servers, I think there are 13 of them around the world. Because I remember people tried to go take them down, and they think they got to eight of them. But they still didn't notice that much of a uh, slowdown when they first got attacked. Right. In practice standards, internationalizes. Are you Googling it? Uh, I'm uh, Wikipediaing domain name system. All right, so should I go to another topic while you're looking well, at that? Well, actually, I'd, I'd like to take this opportunity, since we're talking about security and yeah. hacking and websites, okay. to just let people know that there's an update to RAPodcast.net coming, Okay, uh, where you will be able to so, to register for the site, so that when you are out on the web, the series of tubes, as it were, okay, and you want to, you, you see something that you think Andy and I should talk about, you can submit it. What? Just like Andy and I can, you will soon be able to, too. Ooh. No spam, please. No Viagra. No more Viagra. Uh, but Andy and I, being admins of the site, will be able to delete it, and if all works out well, you will be able to delete your own, but no guarantees. Hmm. Well, that would be interesting. And your name would be attached to it. Well, your your screen name would be attached to so it, whatever, whatever you, you register yep. with. So if As, you want to register with like, Dildo Kissass or something like that, that will be attached to them all. Well, don't give them any ideas. <laughs> I do have access to the database. <laughs> I can change your screen name. And then they wouldn't be able to log in because they didn't know you nope. would change your... Nope, I have a difference between the login and the screen name. Oh, very interesting. Hmm. See, I'm thinking ahead. That is true. So now can I go on to a... Now you can go on to something else. There are 13 root server names that are authorities to query for the global DNS root zone. The maximum number possible is 13. So there are 13 of them. I was right. Okay. Don't tell me there's five. I thought there were five. There's 13. They're like in these giant bunkers surrounded by concrete. No, there's that... No, they're not. There's like one at Stanford, for goodness sakes. In a giant bunker surrounded... Okay. (laughs) The, the I root servers are in Stockholm. The K root servers are in Amsterdam, London, Delhi, and Tokyo. The M root servers are in Tokyo, Paris, and Seoul. 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 Didn't I do that last time during that Blizzard thing in say Seoul? Yeah, I think so. All right, VeriSign's got one. Uh, that's in Duluth, Virginia. Marina Del Rey, California. There's one in Virginia, Los Angeles, New York City, Chicago, College Park, Maryland. That University of Maryland. NASA's got one in Mountain View, California. There's the F server, which is at 43 different sites. The DOD's got one in Columbus, Ohio. Yep. Army's got one in uh, Aberdeen, Maryland. Uh, NordUnet. I have no idea what the heck that is. They've got 31 of them around the world. 
Verisign's got J in 41 sites. So if you actually wanted to, like, physically take out DNS servers, you would have to take out a bunch. Yeah. And as you said, some of them are spread. Yeah. I have something that we don't have on the list again. What? Rock Band's DLC for the next week. Really? Yeah. What is it going to be? Uh, there's six songs, two packs. All right. Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> including Margaritaville, Cheeseburger in Paradise, and Volcano. Okay. And Disturbed. Well, that's a little bit different than Jimmy Buffett. Indestructible, Inside the Fire, and Perfect Insanity, which that's... are uh, 80 points apiece. Not bad, but... The Jimmy Buffett ones are 160 points apiece. Jimmy Buffett on Rock Band. Jimmy Buffett on Rock Band. Wow. That's pretty cool, though. Jimmy Buffett on Rock Band. So, um, what, is there any topics? So we got Comcast Revision 3. Um, the FCC and their Spectrum thing says that they want to give uh, sell part of it to be free internet access for everybody. They want to ramp it up 90% of America within the first 10 years or yeah, something they, like that. Yeah, were they about to auction off another part of them for this? Uh, no, I think this was part of the Spectrum that didn't... Um, okay. The winning bidder will also have to bid out the, build out the system to serve 50% of the U.S. population within four years and 95% within 10 years. Further details have not been worked out, but his plan is expected to come at the next meeting on June 12th. So it'd be... Oh, this... No. 25 megahertz spectrum. So this would be a new spectrum. Yep. Because the other one was only se- uh, 700 megahertz. Yep. Well, then. So this one's a much higher frequency. Um, no, lower frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Much smaller number. lower. Smaller number. Which means Bigger even waves. longer wave, which means it'll go through more things. Yes, right? but... Yes. No, fewer things. It just goes over a longer distance. Yeah. Or more things. Damn it, I've completely forgotten physics like this. It goes through more things. That's why the submarines have their completely super low frequency for communication for any subs anywhere in the world. Okay. Oh, that, right, that, so it like, goes actually, through the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're huge wavelengths, and they're big, huge things that are buried less, underground. there's less things to hit it yeah. as it travels through it. The only problem is the bigger the wavelength, the less time it, or the more time it takes between each peak and wave, so there's less each information. Peak and valley? Yeah. Right. Or basically between each wave of the wavelength, yeah. that um, you, can, you can't change your information as quickly. So each wave would be its own, like, right. signal. Right. And so it would take... That's why the the submarines, if you ever look watch the movies, they'll get those coded sequences that are just like three-letter combinations. And they're only like... For a long time. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so the FCC wants public Wi-Fi. Yeah. But they want it with no content on the network is their catch. Well, who's defining obscene? Who defines obscene already? The FCC. Yeah. Okay. Well then, I so, guess they can yeah. pretty well define... Okay. If they're defining obscene, they're defining obscene, so... Yeah, they can define what they want. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what happened with the with the Janet Jackson thing. The FCC said, that's obscene. We're going to fine you for it. $100,000. They actually fined the affiliates, and the affiliates are basically trying to get the money from CBS. Yeah. Because they can't, they can't um, sue the network. They can't sue the network? They can only sue individual... Um, Wow, what a fantastic system. That's why the FCC hates the network. I can believe that. Okay. So. So, uh, Steam and cloud computing. What? You know what cloud computing is, yes, right? Yes, that's like... We talked about this, like the Photoshop Express online thing. Yeah. Where you're you're using the internet to do your computing. Yes. Steam. So, like... Valve's 
wonderful, amazing little direct download client. It's okay, except for when I got episode two, I would have to have an internet connection in order to play the game. Really? Does it even work when it, you go to offline mode? It says on the box that it, when you must bought have. when you bought episode two, the box, the orange yeah. box itself, it said on the bottom must have internet access in order to install. Yeah, yeah, and then it would look for the updates, and so right. But once it's installed, I think you're able to play. You can play I, it without being online. I. It's their, so? it's their anti-piracy, which we can get to next, actually. Okay. Uh, but once it's installed, you can go ahead and log off and play. Because I've played Portal tons of times while not being actively logged in. On your laptop or what? Yeah. Oh. At my desktop. Okay. My internet goes out from time to time. Hmm. Portal yes, is a great yes, little game. Yes, it does. Why are you standing? Because my butt was sweating. Ah. But I didn't want to say that. But now that you asked, I had to say... <laughs> you, you could have just said, I need to stretch. No, my butt was sweating. So Okay, thank you for letting us know that, Andy. That's why I wasn't saying anything, Dave. So, Steam and Cloud Computing... Uh, the, the Steam is going to be holding your save games and config files on their servers. I don't know if this is an opt-in, opt-out, or required. It doesn't really say on their little press yeah. release... But that this way, like, wherever you are, you'll have your saved games. Not that I expect to be playing Steam games on other people's computers very often, but if I am, it's good to know that I can just go online and get my save files. Well, if that, uh, that you know, that Savage Gecko, that gaming la- yeah. lounge that was supposed to... So I could go there and have my yeah, save well, files. Yeah, well, it's actually closed down now. They really? Closed, they closed it halfway through the last semester. I did not know Supposedly, that. I was talking to some of the people, it's basically because they weren't really making that much money, because everybody who was going there, all the workers kind of gave them free games. Yeah. I so, believe that. So you, you kind of have to charge people in order to make money at the I place. I actually so. have one of the guys who, who, I have like the manager's phone number on my cell phone. Why? Because he helped out with Goff, Gamers Outreach. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So... But yeah, that's closed now. But if there was that, like, digital... What's digital that other ops. one? In, yeah, digital ops in an arbor. Or Psy Games, except they don't do PC gaming. They don't? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. I've never been. Right. I only go to showcase to see movies. And yeah. that's only because time's closer than quality. That's okay. it. But anyway, so I could get my games... But right. this is just forcing everybody else to have... Steam. Yeah, well, and internet access. If, yeah. But... As you said, you need an internet access to start Steam anyways. Yeah, that is This true. is more just like a, a convenience thing. For those of us who have always-on internet access. Yeah, and who play Counter-Strike at LAN parties and want to play other games that require save files. That is true, yeah. I haven't thought of that, but now... Now I, now I couldn't see the more you know. The, 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 if I ever get destroyed in Counter-Strike, which kind of happens every once in a while, <laughs> I How could go... play Counter-Strike? I haven't played Counter Strike. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen you on it. I haven't played. I haven't played TF2 or Counter Strike. I played TF2 a couple of days ago. It was fun. In a long time. It's because I've been switching over to the the 360 in those games. Yep. So I'm actually gonna borrow someone's orange box for the 360. I want to see how it plays. <sighs> I do. What? I I want to play Portal on the 360. Well, well, tell me how it is, because I, I don't want to touch it, because I know it's probably going to be crappy. Okay, I'll let you know. So It probably will be. So, the other thing that is, is if you remember, there was something called Steamworks. Yes. Which was yeah. Steam's, 
here, Mr. Independent Game Programmer, you can use our server, uh, Steamwork will include this stuff. So if you develop a game for Steamworks, you'll be able to use these other features. Well, that's cool. You'll also be able to deliver automatic driver updates for hardware and integrate a system requirements checker for games. Nice. Which you can incorporate as part of the Steamworks development suite. So Steam could check my drivers for yeah. my graphics card. You know what I want? And automatically update it along with all my games. The, the, like This is a, a good example of what I want. I want a computer system where I can go to any computer, and I don't want to remote over to my machine. I want that computer to become my machine. I want it to, to sync up all the files on that machine with all the files on my home computer. So I can work locally, do everything I need locally. And when I'm done, it syncs back up again, and I can walk away, and it clears itself out. And we need a lot. We need a much bigger file transfer to do this. Yeah, oh, a lot Because you're talking bigger. like, you know, a terabyte of data. Yeah. But that's, I think that's where we're going. So why don't you just remote in, grab your file, work on it, put it back, and then you're done. Because a file is one thing, but let's say I have Photoshop installed at my home computer. Okay. And I want to use Photoshop at your house, and for some bizarre reason, you don't have it. I have Photoshop, but By I'll, the way, I'll, I'll, I'll go with your right. theoretical. With this system, when I go to your computer, if, the, if everyone has this kind of system... So you basically want everybody to basically have a terminal. You want to go back to no, terminal no, no, computing. No, 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 because a terminal re- works off the remote machine. The terminal is, I'd be working here, and hundreds of miles away is the machine doing its work. Okay. This is kind of the opposite of a terminal. So you, you want, well, you still want a computer that is just a I box, want, basically, that will pull, so you, you almost want a smart terminal. Yeah. So one that will go to the server. Everything off the server. Everything off the server. Onto the local machine. Well, everything I need. It doesn't need to pull everything, but everything I need. Whenever I try to access a file, immediately pulls it. So you want a more localized cloud computing, basically. Sort of. I, I Sort of. Going back to the Photoshop thing, that even if you don't have Photoshop installed... Well, then you can just... I what's, could, what's wrong with going onto the web and reusing Photoshop Express? Or whatever is that because I don't online want Photoshop it. thing. Because, again, that's, that's using their computers to do the calculations. So you want to... I want, that, I want those calculations to be done locally because it's going to be done faster. Because I'm the only person doing them as opposed to thousands of people hitting the server to do it at the same time. Well, yeah, but then you come back to the basic issue that I've been talking about for year end and year out... Bandwidth issues on the right, internet. Right, and I'm saying that you need bandwidth. Yes. I'm saying we need a lot more bandwidth to do We're this. not going to get it. I'm sorry to tell you, we're not going to get it, just like we're not going to get IPv6. Not is a, a very final and definite thing. For the time being, I say before I have kids. Andy, five years ago, did you ever think we'd hit a terabyte? Yes. How long did you think it would take for us to I don't to know. Take? I wasn't paying that much to the hard drive. I knew that 1998, we had a 3 gigabyte in our IBM Aptiva computer, and I thought that was huge. Yep. Now I've got game downloads that are bigger than the 3 gigabytes. Right. WoW is like up to 4 gigs now. 4.5 gigs. Jesus. And it's only going to get bigger because you're going to have all the Lich King. Mm-hmm. God. That's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But just but yes, that's local stuff. But think of how far our internet has gone. Fifty six k, we hit cable and it stopped. Yeah, I and know. it's basically stopped at I know cable but speeds. It's 
No, because now there's Fios out in New York. Out in New York. Growing. How quickly? I don't know. That's Verizon's deal, not mine. Oh, yes. You're going to wait for Verizon to be on the cutting edge of it. Of technology. Well, they evidently are, Andy, because they're the ones building the Fios network. To compete with Comcast cable network. That's it. Yeah. Hey, I'll take a little competition. Well, yes, but it's still, you're not going to break that bandwidth for a long time. We'll because see. The, we'll see. They're not going to want to put the, they're going to the have to lay down. They don't want to invest in the infrastructure. Yeah, they don't. Right. Because they're quite happy with where they're currently at. Right. Unless you piss off people and then they'll steal your DNS servers. <laughs> Or whatever I wonder if we'll it was. see those attacks start to increase. Well, if they, people know how to do it, I guess. It would be interesting. So should we... Is there anything else you want to hit before the random topic, or should we just go straight Well, we've the been random? hinting about Nolan Bushnell. Well, uh, fine, we can, if you want to do it. We can go through this really quickly. Okay. Nolan Bushnell, founder of Atari, founder of Chuck E. Cheese. The old guy. The old guy. Like the, the quote-unquote father of gaming. He He's kind of cranky. Yeah, he's not the father of gaming at all. No, it's the other guy. I forgot his name. There are several. Yeah. There's always been a competition of yeah. who um, actually came out first, but then... There's evidently a, a chip called a TPM. A TPM? Which is a stealth encryption chip. I don't know why it's called TPM. <laughs> to Wikipedia we go. Um, to protect machine? We are not doing more three-letter acronym stuff. Uh, technical... Well, we did talk about Phoenix's, uh, EDL. EDL? Yeah, it's something, uh, ejection... Trusted platform module. Trusted platform module? I think that's the TPM he's talking about. Okay. Uh, it's an encryption chip. So is this basically what Max had on there? No, Max had something else. Max had a chip that had to be present, and it checked for the chip. Which was stupid, because you could just emulate the chip. Well, yeah, but wouldn't this be... No, this would be an encryption chip that would have a hardwired key in it or something. I don't know. I'm. That's the thing. is like He's going on about this chip as being the, the savior for PC gaming that's going to stop all PC pirating. And I just don't see how. I don't know. I just love how he thinks modern games are pure, unadulterated trash. <laughs> that's Nolan Bushnell for you. Offers facilities for the secure generation of cryptographic keys and limitation of their use in addition to a hardware pseudo-random number generator. So it's, it would be used for a shared key. Well, yeah, but if you've got a key, then... But you don't have access to that key. The key's in the chip. Okay. And you need the other key. Do you know how shared key works? Sort of. I remember listening to a podcast about that. Everyone has a public and a private key. Something like that. And you need both to, to unlock a system? Maybe. Okay. Look up shared, shared key systems. Okay. Uh, Wikipedia is a, a gorgeous description of it. It's raining. It's been raining for the last hour. Oh, I'm sorry. I just realized I don't have a coat. Oh. Yeah. Should we hit the random topic? Let's hit the so random topic. So I don't have to get wetter? Because, well, yes, get... we're recording outside. Random topic. Shh. They rolled, don't know that. Yeah, we rolled. Uh, it came up as a nine, but Andy has yet to... Hey, I fixed edit. it now. You fixed, fixed it, it oh, now. If I, if I refresh, will it be fixed? Yes. Okay. Nine is, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, God. Why did we have to pick this one on this day? What would be my biggest pet peeve? God. Me playing poker when I... I mean, um... <sighs> that was... Poker was horrible today. Yeah. 
I played very poorly. As did I, which is why Dave went out first and I went out, what, fifth? Uh, I think so. Fourth or fifth. No, you... And Beth. Beth. And me. So I probably went out fourth. You went out fourth. Yeah. It's bad. Sad. Yeah. Um, Not glad. I don't... Kind of mad. I, I don't know what my biggest pet peeve is. I have a couple. Bad writing is, is a big one for me. Doing this peer review for my class, and they're just terrible. And one guy wrote on one of my papers, because he was reviewing mine, LOL WTF question mark. That, I think that's probably going to be way up there on the list. Well, I, I've always been complaining about that, but then I've been noticing my grammar usage online with instant messaging and in the has IRC chat room has... Deteriorated. Yeah. yeah emails... Emails... Our, our middle ground, depending yeah. on who you're emailing, what the tone is. IMs are, are whatever. It's yeah. so casual, it doesn't matter. But if I'm like, if I was writing for the newspaper, I made sure to write it, right. read or it, in read an it again. English class on a peer review of a paper, then that would make sense. Formal, yeah. So that that was, I think, my. Oh, I know what my biggest pet peeve is. What bugs? Not insects. Oh God, I hate insects. Bugs in a program. Finding them, hunting them down. Does a pet peeve necessarily have to be something someone else does? I mean, it's what annoys you the most. Yeah, my right now, right now, given all the work I've been doing on the user interface for the, the site, uh, finding bugs in the program, which I could have avoided if I had just written enough tests. But I don't write tests. Well, that's your problem. Yeah. I, whenever, when I was programming, I started out with tests I and see, built it from that. I, I learned this from my dad, and it's a great way to program. It's also a terrible way to program. I test as I go along. Oh, no. I, I write something, and then I go and I look at it and see if it does what it's supposed to do. And then I write something else, and I check that. And I'm very careful when I write not to break what I've already written. That almost never happens to me, where I will break something I've already written. But... I don't write tests for it. And Rails, the language I wrote the site in, has this gorgeous test suite where it, 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 it can just run them automatically every time you, re, you redo it and it tells you where it's errored. And Really well done test suite, and I, I don't take advantage of it at all. I would have to say my pet peeve. <laughs> Sorry, it's just Sorry. you went on programming and then yeah, 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 yeah. slowly glazed over. I, do, I, I could program if I really wanted to, but I don't. But you know how. Yes. And that's, I think, a, yes. a good thing. That's, I think everyone should learn how to program. That's one of my pet peeves is the people who don't want to learn. I think everyone should learn how to program. Whether they continue to do it or not, well, doesn't matter. Well, not like pro- I'm just saying in general. Like, my mom still learn. doesn't know how to check her voicemail on her cell phone, how to check her email, how to check even what the weather is going to be like somewhere else. In the world. On weather.com. It's very simple. You just type in the thing. The zip code. Yeah. It's just like, and she says she's going to learn, but she doesn't. And that's very annoying when people are just so stoic that they don't want to learn about what else is going on. So that's, people just don't care about the new stuff. It's just, ugh. That's why also politicians are just, ugh. And this is my pet peeve. Sort of constipation. Oh, that's a terrible sound. Yeah. Never do that again. Well, um, Dave, it's the end of the episode. Are we done? Yeah. Are, so we, are we killed? No, because I have to do. Oh, now we're done.
Thank you.